Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Becoming Super Podcast. I'm Angelica. And I'm Scott. And today is a little bit of a uh, special episode. Yeah, it's a little different. We're going to actually uh, interview, I'm going to interview my wife, Angelica here, <laughs> Yep. Um, about ladies' leadership. She just got back from ladies' leadership down in Orlando, mm-hmm. um, where I got to kind of pretty much be on vacation yep. and hang out with the guys. <laughs> so still a little bit of a learning thing for me, but I was more just relaxing. Yeah, at the uh, incredible resort that we were at. So he got to be poolside, beachside, hot tub, all that good stuff. All that fun stuff. And so today, really at the start with everything, um, you know, we don't run ads on the show because we find that they're annoying and we just want, all all we ask is that you share this with others who might benefit from the show Mm -hmm. or might like the show. And just uh, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We have that goal of hitting 100 reviews before our 100th episode. And we can't do that without you guys, obviously, our community who follows us. Um, so please be a, please share the information with others. Yeah, we appreciate that and we appreciate you guys. Uh, so I guess if you guys did not catch, I think it's episode 20. We'll put that in the show notes. But these were lessons learned from Scott and my dad, Victor, when they went to the men's leadership yeah. Um, so this was ladies' leadership. Totally different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, because obviously <laughs> I got to go with your dad, um, which is awesome. But you got around a bunch of ladies there Yeah. Um, that think similarly and can help you grow. Mm-hmm. So I guess really, let's just start out with uh, a simple question. A simple but hard question for most. <laughs> What's your why? For going to leadership? Um, just in general, for business in general. Well, I think my why is that, you know, I realized a little bit later in life that I wanted to and I could live a life that's not normal. I didn't want to have the normal, I'm going to work at this desk job for 40, 50 plus years mm-hmm. um, and then just retire and that's it. Uh, I wanted more out of my life. I wanted to be able to accomplish more things. And I wanted to help other people do the same thing. You know, I think a lot of people have big dreams for their lives, but they don't necessarily realize that they can actually accomplish them. So that's my why. Yeah. I I, I think it makes sense. I think a lot of people don't recognize um, the the fact. I just, you know, I actually just had a conversation with uh, my mother Mm -hmm. yesterday, and she just told me some news that... um, one of my childhood friends' dad had passed away, uh, and he just retired. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm guessing just retired means within a year. Yeah. Um, and just passed away at 61, which is fairly young, but mm-hmm. still, like, you, that, it's very, you wait your whole life to live your life. Yeah. You, at the very end. At the very end. Seems yeah, I think people just good. need to question that. You know, people don't question that enough. You know, you, you just like. What was that phrase you just said? You wait till the end to live your life at the very end? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. That, that's exactly right. And so, um, yeah, just just keep that in mind. You need to question these things um, mm-hmm. as you go through life. Um, but to jump back on topic, just a little sidestep <laughs> note. So, uh, why did you want to make it to ladies' leadership? Well, two reasons. Number one, I really wanted to get around, like you said, I wanted to get around women who are like-minded, 
They are success driven. They're ambitious. Um, they want to help others. Um, and they're moving forward. Mm -hmm. You know, their businesses are growing. They're growing as people. They're growing as leaders. And I want to get around that because, you know, what's that saying? If you want to catch a cold, hang around people that have a cold. Yeah. Well, I want to catch <laughs> success. So I want to be around people that are successful and growing. Um, and also, I didn't qualify last year. I missed the qualification and that really hurt. Yeah. Uh, it kind of sucked because I got to see a lot of other people on our team who did qualify and I wanted to be there with them. I didn't want to be the weak link in our team. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you brought up a good point. I don't think we mentioned that, that you didn't qualify last year, mm -hmm. uh, but you qualified this year. And that doesn't mean that you're not good enough to get there. What it means is that you've hit a, a rank in the business um, that requires well, a little bit more in-depth leadership. Yeah. It's not even necessarily a rank. It's it's just your business is at a certain point, right? So somebody whose business is, you know, maybe you have a couple people on your team mm -hmm. and you're, you have a certain amount of uh, customer volume that you're doing is going to require a next level of leadership training and business skill training than somebody who is just getting started and hasn't really done anything yet. Yeah, because that would be way over their head. Yeah. Yeah. So you start with the basics and you build your ways up by, by these qualification mm -hmm. levels. So I just wanted to clarify that because, yeah. you know, some people might, oh, you got to qualify for these things. So you have to be in a certain niche, and, you know, or a certain group, click of people. You know, some people, that's a false yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just because you are ready for that next level. Exactly. You got to you gotta reach level one before you're ready for level two. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you just said that just popped in my mind that we probably should talk about that a little bit. But um, yeah, it was it was very nice to see you work hard. Um, I guess us working hard to get mm -hmm. you there, um, which makes it even better. We we accomplished that, and it was it was really cool to see you down there. Um, so what makes it important to get around some of these strong and successful ladies? I know you briefly touched on it. Yeah. Um, well, first of all you can't accomplish anything great on your own. Nobody does. No one's a self-made man, self-made woman. As much as some people like to think they are, you know, every everyone that touches your life contributes to your life in some way or shape. Um, and specifically in this business, you know, we really, really have an incredible uh, system and team where you have a lot of people holding you up, encouraging you, pushing you forward, and you don't have to do anything on your own. You know, we always like to say, if you're going to walk through a minefield, follow someone who's been there before. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I don't want to figure it out on my own. If somebody's already figured it out, I want to learn from that so that I can, you know, leap forward rather than tiptoe forward. So yeah. they're pretty much guiding you through the path. Yeah. You know, you're still going to hit some landmines, but you can hit a whole lot less if you follow somebody that's been through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to be around that atmosphere. And, you know, I think a lot of people also realize how negative a lot of society is today. And I, it's really refreshing to be in a room full of people who are only talking about positive things. How can we grow? How can we improve? How can we help your business get bigger? How can we help more people rather than, oh, this sucks, that sucks, everything is terrible, I'm a victim, you're a victim, we're all victims, let's cry and not do anything about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. That was a little Scottish of me. Yes. (laughs) Scottish as in Scott, not... Yeah, not the land. Not the land, yeah. Um, Yeah, you just kind of touched on a little bit, but um, what do you think is lacking in women today? Yeah. I mean, you just, you pretty much just went into it a little bit, but, you know, while Um, we're on that subject, let's just roll right into it. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to say this is lacking in women. I'm going to say this is more of a issue in society. Um, but it feels very heavily one-sided that to be an empowered and successful woman, um, you have to be one certain way. You have to, you know, be completely independent and not need a man to help you and, You have to be completely career driven and focused. And if you want to be a mother or you want to be a wife or you want to focus on your family, that you are brainwashed by the patriarchy and, you know, you are you have internalized misogyny and all these things. And it's, you know, it's become about it shifted from let's be have equal rights to you have to like be this one certain way and everything else is wrong. Yeah. Like you said, I think everybody wants, you have to be a certain way, especially mm-hmm. in women or in men now. Um, but they want you to be a certain way. And if you choose to be that uh, stay at home wife or, um, and be a mother and tend to the house and tend to your online business, you know, that's, that's giving in. Yeah, uh, and, and it's seen it's it's shown as a sign of weakness when it's yeah, really or not. seen as less than someone who is like a president at a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, and you have to realize that everybody's goals and dreams are different, and mm-hmm. that's okay. If you want to be a president at a Fortune 500 company, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> like, heck yeah, man! But that's not what I want for my life. Yeah. I want to have a family and I want to have time with them and I want to have a community and make an impact. And I don't want to be in an office all day, every day for the rest of my life. And there's nothing wrong with that either. The problem becomes when you start to shame people for their life choices. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, like I said, I don't think there's like anything lacking inherently in women today. I think it's just that as a society, that acceptance of, everyone's different and that's okay is an issue yeah now i heard you talk about you wanted a community yeah Uh, so what kind of community are you looking to build people that want to live a life of purpose and live a life of impact um you know we're here for however long we're here for and we get one chance at life and yolo and all that (laughs) all that (laughs) stuff Um, but really like, if you think about it, why would we be here on this earth to have this life, to do nothing with it, Mm -hmm. to just survive and then be unhappy for 80 years? We're not, we're meant for so much more. And all you have to do is have the drive and the desire to take action and then like find the right vehicle to help you accomplish those things. And I think uh, the courage. Yeah. I think as well. You know, and it's not the fact that you're afraid or have fear. Everybody has those things. But to have the courage to 
yeah, do it anyway. Do it anyway. Yeah. And then you realize that it's not that big of a deal after you get yeah. done with it. Yeah. It's really liberating. Yeah. And look, it's, yes, it takes work. And we posted about this on Instagram the other day. It's going to be hard to create the success that you want. It's going to be hard to create wealth, to create time freedom for yourself. But guess what? Being broke and living paycheck to paycheck and struggling is hard too. So <laughs> which hard do you want to deal with? Yeah. I would rather deal with the hard of creating what I want rather than struggling all the time. And plus, when you struggle all the time, that never ends. But whenever you create success, yeah, it's hard for however many years. But then after, once you get there, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you slow down, but the, the pressures yeah. is a little bit, it's, it's off. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think that was beautifully said. Uh, so really, let's get a little bit back on topic of the conference. Um, what did you learn at conference? Now, I know you can't go over everything because yes. you know you have to qualify to be there. But you know, just give us a little. I'm not going to give away all the secrets. <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot of things. I'll share my top three takeaways that I got from this okay. conference. Number one was having standards to live by. You know, we've shared this before on other podcasts, but. You know, having a standard for yourself and not falling below that. Having a standard for how you want people in your life to, you know, engage with you mm -hmm. and not falling below that. Um, you know, in the past, I've had zero standards and I let people treat me however. I treated myself poorly. Um, but as I've grown as a person and as a business owner and a leader... I've learned that having standards is okay. It's actually necessary and it's not selfish and it's not a bad thing to say, Hey, I've set this standard of how I'm going to treat myself and how you need to treat me. Otherwise, bye. Well, I think, <laughs> I think standards are a good key because you see that in just in sports alone, mm -hmm. um, in companies, you know, that they yeah. have high standards and they're going to, you either meet those standards or you fall off and that's, that's exactly it. Like yeah. those companies wouldn't be good. Those businesses or sports teams wouldn't be mm -hmm. great if they didn't have those high standards and attracted people who will meet that bar. Yeah. And I think that goes on with society, but that's a whole nother story. Society's lowered that bar completely down. Yes. But back but I think high standards is the key. Yeah. You know, that's standards for yourself are your habits, the actions that you take. I don't want to be a lazy bum who just sits on the couch watching Netflix every day all day yeah and that's all i do i also want to be healthy so i have standards for you know working out and what i eat and how i eat so that i can maintain my health uh and then in relationships with others you know who wants to have a friend that constantly talks badly to them and says terrible things about you or you know makes snide comments about you why would you keep that person in your life so have those standards and enforce them. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed and, and learned from was one of the ladies talked about how we have, we tend to have this mindset of, I don't have enough time to do everything. And that's a hundred percent true. You do not have enough time to do everything, but you do have enough time to make progress every day and to complete your priorities. So if you are properly prioritizing your tasks every day, what are the, the one to maybe three really impactful things that you can do that are going to move the need, needle forward in your goals, in your dreams? Mm -hmm. 
and focus on those. You know, don't say if you have to make 10 phone calls today, don't keep putting that off to do the dishes, to do the laundry. Oh, I'm just going to flip through this magazine real quick. Oh, you know what? I need to Google this thing. And then before you know it, you've wasted two hours of your day. And you've really not accomplished anything. Yeah, I think I just talked about this here recently. Um, one of those social media apps was um, the fact that somebody will move the needle forward for a day. Mm-hmm. And then they celebrate it. And then they take take the next 364 days off. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I literally said that. And I was like, and yeah, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Um, so you can't just, you know, stop. You can't just stop and celebrate uh, yeah. for the things that you should be doing to move that needle forward. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. think that's a good one. Uh, but one thing that also came out of that was that it you have to say no to the things that are not aligning with your priorities. And this was a big issue for me. I was over committing myself to a lot of things because I hate to let people down. I don't want to let them down. Uh, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I know this personally. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say yes to things that I didn't actually want to do and that I didn't have time to do because I didn't want to let them down. Um, coming out of this, and Scott knows, as soon as we got in the car to drive back to North Carolina, I was on the phone and like connecting with people that I had to say, hey, I can't do this anymore. I don't have time for it. I can't dedicate, you know, what you need right now. And it was a huge relief. As much as I wish I had the time to do everything I want to do, I want to help those organizations and work with those people. But right now my priority is growing this business. And that's not aligned to that. I have to say no right now. Yeah. The third thing that really hit home with me, um, was this talk about being on guard with everything, with your time, with your resources, with your uh, business, with your financials, with your spiritual world. Yeah. Um, what she said was, don't let an inch become a mile. Mm. And that's so true in, in all of those areas and in every area of life, you know, With reading, for example, I have a goal to read every single day. Now, I don't set a page or a time limit on that because some days I might be working until 11 o'clock at night and then I'm like, okay, I need to get my reading in and I read one page. But guess what? I've maintained that consistency. If I say I'm not going to read tonight, I'll just read tomorrow. I'm really tired. The next day it gets really busy and I'm like, I'll just read tomorrow. And then tomorrow becomes two weeks later and I haven't read for two weeks. And now I have broken that habit and dropped that consistency. Yeah. And it's the same thing with... It's an easy hole to go down. Yeah. I mean, it really is. If you miss one day and then one day becomes four. Yeah. Same with working out. You know, you skip one day, you skip the next day, and then before you know it, it's been a month and you haven't been to the gym. You've, you know, not even looked at your sneakers or whatever. Um So it doesn't always have to be, you know, 150% effort all in for two hours, whatever, but doing those things every single day, regardless. Absolutely. So how do you plan to use the information um, that you've learned 
uh, with other ladies on the team? So first off, with the, the being on guard and focusing on your priorities, uh, one thing that I did coming out of that that I think will be extreme, extremely helpful for other ladies on the team is I decided to create my ideal day. And now I don't have full control over, you know, my working hours when I'm, you know, doing my full-time job. Um, but I do have control over what I call the bookends, which are my mornings and my evenings. So I created a schedule to accomplish those priority items during those times. So I get up in the morning, I read, I listen to a podcast, I do a priority task, and then I get ready for my day. And then right after work, I do my workout, maybe read some more, do phone calls, meetings, whatever it may be. So I have control over those time periods. Yeah, so it seems like you already have like that kind of a system yeah. there in place for them to use. Yeah. Which is really awesome. Or follow if they so choose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other big thing, like I said, I coming out of that, I realized that there were some things that I needed to say no to in my life. And so is that something that you think ladies in general suffer from a lot? I think so. Yeah. I think a lot of women struggle with that uh, tendency to be a people pleaser, to try to accommodate for everyone at, you know, sacrificing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I see that particularly with moms, my mom, you know, she'd be like, I'll sacrifice everything for my children, which is good to a point Mm -hmm. but i'm like you know just like everything you gotta still yeah i always tell her put your oxygen mask on first (laughs) if you don't take care of yourself it's really difficult to take care of others yeah it really is um so that's really awesome that you already have you know those things in place to help uh, other ladies on the team Mm -hmm. um as well if i've seen you do it why do you think it is important to have a conference like this Specifically for women. Yeah, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. I don't know how to really formulate this into words, but... We'll take your time. There is a truthfulness and directness and openness that you can only have in a room full of women. Mm-hmm. Or in a room full of men, in the case of men's leadership. Absolutely, because there are certain things that you can like, that shouldn't be talked about in front of the opposite sex not yeah. really like not really like to get down because you you don't understand our problems as much because we live it mm-hmm. as much and the same thing vice versa yeah so yeah the other women will be able to help you with because they understand because they are women exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So, so i think that it's important because of that fact that you know it's just it was like this complete openness and directness and perspective that you know, comes from women to women that we probably would not get the same result if it was mixed company. Right. You know, there would be some hesitation or some holding back or some things that didn't feel appropriate to say in front of men if they were there. Yeah. So, and, you know, it was also, I've not had a ton of really strong female relationships in my life. Um, I think a lot of women out there can probably agree with you on that. Um, And it was just this really surreal experience to have, you know, there was over 300 women there. And to feel like 
you were completely accepted and like loved and appreciated by everyone there. Mm -hmm. There was no cattiness. There was no like gossip. There was no complaining about my spouse, which happens a lot in, in, you know, circles of women. Um, there was no inappropriate comments about other people's spouses, which also happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just, I guess I would say sisterhood. Yeah. That makes me think of a sorority, <laughs> which it was definitely not like that. It was so much more. Um, but yeah, it was just an atmosphere that can't be replicated by including men in it. Yeah, yeah, totally get that. And, and really, I think you did a good job of explaining it. But it's just, uh, it's even with like the men's leadership, you can't explain it. You just have to, it's one of those things you have to experience. Yeah. And you have to be there. Well, and I think... On a small level, a lot of people can understand this. Like, if you're with a big group of friends, say you you go out with a bunch of couples, there are things that you would not say in front of everyone that you would say and talk about with just the wives or just the husbands, right? So I think everyone inherently kind of does that. Um, But again, especially in today's society, it's like called out. Like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Include everyone. Include everyone. Well, guess what? Not everyone needs to be included in everything. Yeah, that's just a fact. I don't mean that to sound really harsh, but there's, you know, some atmospheres and environments that should be limited because it's actually going to enhance the experience. Yeah, totally. I I agree with you. I I, I do think you did a good job because, like I said, it's just one of those things that you, it's more like you just have to really experience it. Um, and that's, that's just really it. Mm-hmm. Um, so explaining it, that was a tough question, but I yeah. want to ask it. So <laughs> just so that way, that way you get some sort of an idea of like how important it is to be around an atmosphere like that. Yeah. Um, so, and I know I've seen this, but I want to get your perspective on it and maybe I'll give my two cents into it. So what are you doing today that you wouldn't have done in the past three to five years ago, maybe longer? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because <laughs> um, I can tell you, uh, just alone, before she answers this question, I can tell you that she was uh, maybe not as outgoing, mm-hmm. shy, lacked the confidence in herself. Mm-hmm. And so just over the the short years that I've been with her, yeah. I was about six, seven now, mm-hmm. married almost one. Um, what? What? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've noticed a huge difference. And I've heard it from her dad, her mom, um, other people mm-hmm. about the huge difference just from even before me, prior me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always joke sometimes. I, I look back at pictures of myself when I was in my teens and early 20s, or I think about that, and I'm like, who's that girl? Like, I know that everyone grows as a person um, throughout their life. To. Yeah. Um, if you get the phrase, you've changed, you've done a good job. Yeah. And as long as it's a good way. <laughs> but, I mean, for me, it was extremely radical. Um, you know, before, I was so timid and shy and self-conscious. And I really didn't like myself. I didn't like my life. And I felt like there's no way out. And I was doing things that I should not be doing uh, with people I should not have been around. Um, and I, I kind of gave up on myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And when I started to turn my life around, it was like, whoa, I can change. I can be different. And I would just, I would literally say everything from the way I talk to myself, the way I talk to others, my confidence in talking to others. I don't even think you'd be doing this podcast years back. No. No. Or the videos that you've done. You know, even like 80% of the reels on our Instagram, at ethos underscore legion. Nice little shameless Five years ago, (laughs) I never would have posted those. I would have been like, I look so stupid and people are going to think I'm dumb. And now I'm just like, whatever. I think it's funny and like hopefully someone else finds it funny or helpful too. And even if other people think it's dumb, I'm like, whatever. If it can help one person or make one person laugh or give them some valuable insights or knowledge, then great. Which, which even on the podcast, I think we've had two people start businesses of their own. Um, yeah. And we've, they've actually reached out and thanked us for, I want to say, they've already had it within them. Yeah. Um, but it gave them the confidence or the boost that they needed the to little, get. The little kick. The little kick off the edge just to be like, hey, go and do it, which is really awesome to hear that um, just, I mean, that's our goal with this podcast yeah. and with everything we do is to encourage people to realize that they can accomplish the things that they want to do in their life. They can have their dream life if they just take that action. So absolutely. So that I mean, it was just cool to hear that. Yeah. So uh, really, I got a couple more questions here, and then we'll okay. wrap this bad boy up. So we'll get you excited about life moving forward post ladies leadership uh i'm really excited about the direction of our business Mm -hmm. um it's been growing a lot i'm really excited about uh continuing to grow our team and being able to better serve our team because i'm doing the work to grow myself and i'll be able to give that knowledge and that wisdom to them um I'm excited for our life moving forward yep. as a married couple, uh, our future family that as we're... business team. Yeah. yeah. And my final question, really just for everybody out there, if you could recommend a book or advice, um, what would it be? It could be a book, audio podcast, whatever it may be. I recommend the Becoming Super podcast. <laughs> no, okay. Um, a couple of books that have really helped me. Um, number one, I would say... Dynamic People Skills, and we'll link all of these in the show notes. Um, that really helped me. As I said, I, I before I had a lot of trouble with you know just having a conversation with somebody, and that kind of gave me some tools to use to grow that skill set um, because it is a skill. I used to think it was just a personality trait that you. <laughs> You could yeah, like, yeah. like my dad and Scott, you know, they make friends everywhere they go. They start conversations with random strangers all the time. And I was just like, wow, I wish I would have been born like that. Um, but it's a skill set that you develop. Uh, so that book really helped me. A habit book. There's so many. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have like five or six on our shelf right now. But I think Atomic Habits was one of the most impactful habit books that I've read. Um, if you guys don't know, habits are really what you need to create to create success because success is made from all of the tiny mundane things that you do every single day. It's not like this big one Shazam action and then you're successful. Um, so building the habits 
that are going to create the success you want is so important. And it's not easy to develop a habit or to break a bad one. Um, so that book really outlines how to do that. Um, and then another one that made a huge impact in my life is Rich Bitch by Nicole Lappin. Um, I'm sure you've heard that book and that name many times on these podcasts. Mm -hmm. But uh, that book really taught me in a very simple way how to take control of my finances. And that has made probably one of the biggest differences in my life um, because I'm sure, as we all know, even though money doesn't bring you happiness, it solves a lot of problems. And if you don't have to worry about paying your rent or, you know, can I afford my light bill or can I get groceries this week, you can focus on other things. So that book made a huge impact in my life. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good way to wrap it all up. I think you, I think you've grown a lot since even from ladies' leadership. I've seen you implement some of those things already. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's really hard to explain these uh, specific leadership um, conferences. So you really just have to kind of be there uh, yeah. get there. Um, but I appreciate you uh, talking about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know how you were going to respond to it. I, got real, <laughs> I was like, hey, let's just do an interview for you about your ladies' leadership. It would be a whole lot easier. Um, than so, me talking to myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had your dad to talk to that one time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, that really wraps up this episode. And that's just um, Angelica's Lady Leadership. Uh, so, like I said, if you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, reach out to us at ethos underscore legion on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be happy to answer you, help you in any way, shape, or fashion. Yep. Uh, all you have to do is reach out. Um, that's what we're here for. Yeah, you can also just go to ethoslegion.com and there's multiple ways to contact us there. Um, But again, if you guys got any value out of this episode or any other episode, we'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star rating and review and subscribing. Um, You know, the only way that we can grow and reach more people and, you know, give them some valuable insight and tidbits is with you guys. So we appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're interested in discovering more on how you can be successful um, and create a business of your own and create another stream of income. Like I said, we can't promise you wealth, fame, and fortune, but we will be with you every step of the way to help you uh, through the ins and outs of business. Uh, You can just go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join. All right. We'll see you guys next week for another episode. TTFM. TTFM.